Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm delighted to say that Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Investor, is me. But we're going to discuss the world of investment from a UK perspective. I mean, Victoria, after you know, some rather grisly times in the markets, November's been um, rather rather better, hasn't it? That's right. We've actually seen December kick off on a positive note already. Um, But in terms of the month end, it has been a very strong November for markets all round. We saw the FTSE 100 log its best monthly performance in two years, buoyed by energy and consumer. We saw the stock 600 across Europe enjoy a gain of around 6% with household goods leading the charge. And stateside, U.S. indices also posted strong gains in November, the S&P 500 rallying more than 5%. And this was actually the first time this year that markets enjoyed two straight months of gains. Um, But it's a rally that's spanning global markets because Asia also had uh, strong market gains too, with the the Hang Seng up by almost 27%, in fact, the most since the late 90s. And that was spurred by uh, potential optimism towards the possibility of looser COVID restrictions going forward, because we know that Beijing has been uh, adopting this zero tolerance to COVID Mm -hmm. approach that's really been hammering its economy. You know, China's been locked down essentially since the start of 2020. And the pandemic feels like a sort of distant memory for many economies today. So finally, we're seeing um, the potential for China to reopen, and that's been boosted some of those stocks that were hit hardest during the pandemic, like uh, those in the hospitality sector, the travel sector, and casinos as well. So we probably ought to talk about the dollar as well. So what's been happening there and, and why? Well, the dollar was not so fortunate during the month of November. It actually suffered its worst month in 12 years. But remember that it has been an asset that's been a major outperformer in 2022. There's been a real strong uptrend for the greenback. And that's been on the back of aggressive Fed tightening and a reduction in risk appetite. And those dynamics now appear to be shifting with the Fed signaling that it could be about to slow the pace of tightening. And then we're seeing a bit more risk appetite come back from investors. So we saw the US dollar rally by about 16% in the first 10 months of the year. But actually over November, it slid by 5%. Um, What about um, um, Ukraine? I mean, because so much this year has been down to um, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Obviously, central bankers uh, are important. The uh, strength of the dollar is important. But um, do you think markets will take fright if the war in Ukraine keeps grinding on? Yeah, I think post-pandemic, we saw the revival of inflation with problems with the global supply chain, creating this imbalance between supply and demand with 
demand for goods and services sharply outstripping supply all of us wanting Mm. to go back to normal and spend like crazy in the shops and go on holiday and everything else then we had this unexpected factor come into play this year which has exacerbated those inflationary pressures of course the war in ukraine which added to a lot of downside pressure in equities and also sent commodity markets sharply higher and that's one of the reasons why it's boosted inflation So the geopolitics around the war in Ukraine continue to be the big unknown when it comes to inflation. And this year's sort of main driver for markets has been interest rates, uh, monetary policy and inflation and the sort of interdynamics between those. So um, if we were to see the war ease off and some of those geopolitical tensions ease, of course, that would alleviate some of the inflationary pressure uh, and possibly help to provide Um, a bit of a tailwind for markets. But if we were to see ongoing political and geopolitical uncertainty, then I think the volatility for markets could endure. Mm. Uh, You've been talking a lot. Let's just give you a moment to catch your breath. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Um, we need to look at the position from UK perspective. I mean, what do you feel about um, UK markets, um, and how important is what we're hearing coming out of the the Bank of Bank of England? I mean, you look at the UK. You open your paper every day. It doesn't look like a country in robust health. No, I think the assessment on the UK economy is rather dismal for next year. We're looking at a contraction of about 1.4% in terms of GDP. The OECD is forecasting that the UK could be the second worst performer in terms of growth next year only to Russia. And the Bank of England is expecting the longest recession uh, on record, possibly spanning until 2024. So the macroeconomic backdrop certainly looks very shaky. If we're thinking about asset markets, the FTSE 250 is the most correlated with um, the strength of the UK economy. Mm. So um, that could potentially come under pressure. FTSE 100, however, is a lot more international. It's a lot more outward looking in terms of uh, the index. It's got a heavy weighting um, of financials, also got a lot of oil stocks and um, miners as well. We've seen that the optimism around China has helped to lift some of those mining stocks and some other China sensitive companies like Standard Chartered um, and Prudential. Uh, So that has been one of the reasons why we've seen a relatively strong performance for the FTSE 100 over the last month. Um, And of course, the rising rate environment also helps to spur gains for the financials. so it looks as though that sort of economic uncertainty um, could pose a threat to the FTSE 250, whereas the FTSE 100 is a lot more correlated to other things like China, um, rising interest rates and sort of broader geopolitical mm-hmm. trends. Um, now, without going to get too frivolous, um, often at this time of year, people start talking about the Santa rally. I no <laughs> longer remember whether we get a Santa rally most years or, or not. Um, it's presumed because markets get quieter as people start taking time off before the end of the year and markets get thinner. Um, so 
tell us about the Santa Rally and whether we expect one this year. Well, it feels as though this is a year when we need a Santa rally more than any other year, given the turmoil that we've seen across equity markets in 2022. Um, you know, the previous year and years before that, we saw this sort of long long term uptrend for markets underpinned by rock bottom interest rates from central banks that had largely been in place all the way back to 2008 at the height of the financial crisis. Um, so given this year's volatility, it feels as though the need for a Santa rally is much greater yes, than previous years. It does feel as though Santa has come early, given what we've seen in terms of price action from the lows in October. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. There's a lot of unknowns and there's still a few weeks to go until Christmas. I saw a great letter in a paper when they were discussing um, um, fuel prices and cost of living. Somebody saying when he was a boy, he was told that if he was bad, Santa would only bring him a lump of coal. He said he's been really, really bad this year. And the whole Santa, Santa will give him a whole bag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria, thank you very much indeed. That's Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Investor. Thank you, Victoria. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.